Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bravo by Gays. It's me, Larry, obviously. Happy Friday. I hope you guys had a good week. There was so much good television this week that like it was just like overload and I was in heaven. Now, obviously it's Friday. Last night was the Summer House premiere. I cannot wait to talk to you guys about it. I'm going to start talking about it next week just so you guys are aware as to why I'm not covering it today. But we definitely will talk Summer House. I am so happy Summer House is back. Like I said, it's like a cure to my seasonal depression. It's been so gross and gray outside that I need some sunshine. And Summer House is that light that is going to be saving me until the actual weather breaks here. So our Hamptons housemates are back. So pumped. Cannot wait to dive into all of that with you guys. We had a Real Housewives of Miami finale. We had a Real Houses of Beverly Hills finale, which we're definitely going to talk about. And then there were a couple things that came out that I was just like, I got to share my thoughts, right? So let's just get right into it. We are going to head right on over to Beverly Hills. We had a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season 13 finale. And I know... So many people have said, like, this season sucks, or it's just, like, dragging. There's not really any storylines. Like, yeah, we saw Sutton date a bunch, which, I'm not going to lie, I really enjoyed watching Sutton go on her dates. And I really wanted things to work out with her and that last guy she went on a date with, Steve, I believe his name was. Apparently, he ghosted her, as she said in the end of the episode, so... We're probably never going to see him again. But I definitely thought that could have gone somewhere. But there were obviously some storylines going on between Erica and Sutton and Garcelle and Dorit. But I guess, like, from what I saw, a lot of people really just, like, didn't enjoy the season. I, myself, obviously still watched every episode. I didn't hate it. But it wasn't my favorite. But I will say, last night's finale, I thought was I thought it was great. Now, we got the return of the White Party. And the White Party has been one of my favorite events that Kyle and Mauricio throw. 
on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I look forward to it literally like every season because they would always have one. And then they stopped for a little bit. And like last night it was back and then better and bigger than ever. They had it at SoFi Stadium. And so it was so nice to like see that. It was like literally what I would give to go to a Kyle and Mauricio white party. It's one of those items that are on my Bravo bucket list, just like doing a champagne bong with Patricia from Southern Charm. Like, it's just like one of those things. Like, the white party is just like, she has, she invites everybody. She does, they do such a good job with like, the decor and like just everything. It just like looks cool. And it's just like such a staple in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills franchise that who wouldn't want to go to it, right? So a lot of the focus was around the white party. And before I get into that, I did just want to touch on like a moment in the beginning of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills where Sutton went shopping with her daughter and she went jewelry shopping and really kind of just like, ingraining in her like don't ever lose yourself like for a man always like make sure that like you're financially secure and like you don't ever just like lose like your self worth or value or whatnot and it was just so good to see because Sutton has had a lot of kind of like she had to let go of a lot of her past this season and uh, We saw that her ex-husband was moving overseas. That really took a toll on her. And, but we did get to see her like business thrive. And she said that like she made her business has been open for four years and they made it through COVID. And like, just like all of these like life changing things where like she really feels kind of like she has her own independence now aside from kind of being attached to her husband is the way that like she made it seem. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, her husband's money did probably help obviously fund the building of her business, but I get what she's saying. So I really did love that moment between her and her daughter. It really was so nice. And I love getting to see her with her kids because she's like so different than she is like when she's with the ladies. So it's nice to get that other kind of like, POV of her. And I'm not mad at it. Sutton, I think, killed it this season. I really did enjoy everything about her. Again, from the dating to, like, calling out people and, like, that she thought were, like, wronging her and her friendships. And I hope she comes back next season. I don't know. She's just, like, quirky and crazy. And I enjoy enjoy it. So, Aside from that, I really just kind of want to focus on the white party. I mean, it was like a who's who. Like, everybody that was there. We saw uh, Jeff Lewis was there. Obviously, Faye Resnick, Camille Grammer, Denise Richards, and her husband, Aaron. I saw a funny thing online where someone said, like, did Aaron get permission from, like, the federal agents that are following him to go to the white party? It was just so funny. And... A bunch of other familiar faces. Cynthia Bailey was there. And it really was just like... It was a lot of people. And that space, my God. Like, to have it on the field of SoFi Stadium, it just looked incredible. And as we learned, they did have a budget of $400,000. And it looked like a $2 million party. 
But it still was, I can't get over like the aerial footage of like the party portion in the field where it was just all white. It looked insane. And to have been there, I couldn't even imagine like what the view of the entire stadium was from like the vision, like from the view of someone at the party. Like you probably had to feel like the size of an ant. Like it was just insane. And obviously like I was surprised to see Denise Richards go. Like I guess Kyle is still very like cool with her, but I mean, it was just, she's such a, she's such a fucking disaster. (laughs) Like, And she was like shading Erica Jane from like the moment she got there. And she's like, I heard Erica's performing and then Sutton was like, yeah, she's performing. And Denise was like, performing what? And Camille was like, shit's a couple of Cher's greatest hits. Like, those two are so shady. They really are. Also, quick shout out. It's not even a shout out. I just kind of like want to address the fact that like, Denise did wear white, but then she chose to put a pink like bomber jacket over it. And I was just like, oh my God, you're missing the mark. Like, what the hell? And then I think Camille, it looked like she wore blue. Like, it's a white party, guys. And maybe it was just the coloring from the camera. Maybe she was wearing, like, a white sequence. But it just, it just like, did not look right. Like, I was watching a clip last night, and it really did look like she was wearing blue. And it was just so... It was so funny. Guys, I do want to say, like, I thought Erica Jane killed it in her performance. And in Kyle's confessional during her performance, she was like, Erica Jane is back. And I do want to say, like, jump at me. But I really think that this was, like, a very big redemption season for Erica. She really composed herself in certain situations where she would usually pop off. And she was, like, a lot more fun with the lady. She was a lot more upfront about what she needed or what hurt her. And she was such a good friend to Kyle in this episode. And there were moments that, like, came up about, like, her divorce. And she kind of, in her own way, felt vindicated for some of the things that the ladies have maybe said about her marriage and, like, everything that was going on with her in the press and, like, the legalities of everything. And to see her, like, obviously get her residency. So now she's got, like, this big thing going on in Vegas. And her being able to perform at SoFi Stadium at the White Party was kind of like, okay, this is, like, practice for Vegas. It was just so cool to see. Like, Erica Jane, in my opinion, is back. I hope she comes back next season. I really feel like, I I really feel like she will. I really feel like... They will all come back, probably except for Anne-Marie. But it was just just such a fun white party. And it's just like one of those things where like there's so much talk now. And sorry, I'm like getting close if you're watching this. I just like I'm thinking about this as I'm talking. And there's so much talk now about Kyle potentially not returning to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills where like... Like, the white party is, like, one of my favorite things. Like, I would be so bummed to, like, never see it again. But I completely get it. If that is the case. Again, this is all rumored. It's all alleged. No one knows for sure what's happening. They obviously just finished filming. 
and production probably won't pick up for like about another month or two. So we won't know for sure for some time, but I just hope this isn't the way that like she goes out. I want her to come back and have this be like a new, like reinvented Kyle. You know what I mean? Like we get to see a new version of her and she really is like the queen of Beverly Hills. So needless to say, I just really enjoyed that white party. And guys, they did such a good job with cutting it at the end of the white party and going to like a month later and showing us Kyle sit down with Erica and talk about like the article that dropped and uh, the effect that it had on her. And she really took it like to heart with the amount of people that told her like, you made us believe in true love. And like, now we just don't like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is true. Like, and I'm not even going to lie. Like I'm one of those people where I'm like, Oh my God, I, if Kyla Mauricio can't make it, then like none of us can. And you get so caught up in the show that you may not realize like what you're saying could obviously have the type of effect that it did on Kyle because she did say she was bombarded with so much like support and love and all of this. And Yes, those messages, like, are supportive because it really showed that, like, you loved their relationship. But then it kind of made her feel like she failed because she was letting people down. They had and have because there's been no, like, announcement of divorce. A beautiful, like, relationship. We got to see so much. They gave us so much of their lives, 13 seasons of us like being let into their home and into their personal life, their family, their business, like everything. It's like admirable. It's very admirable. So I just really hope she doesn't feel like she's letting anybody down because like, she really does deserve all the happiness in the world. I love Kyle. I think she's great. Don't hate me. Don't at me. Like if you don't like her, I that's your own opinion. I see some of the comments online and I know a lot of you guys are not fans, but I am one. So with that said, there was also the moment of Kyla Mauricio sitting down with the family and talking to the girls about like how they're like such a strong family unit and nothing is going to tear that down. And they didn't want to say anything to them until they knew exactly what was going on. And they are kind of just figuring it out as they go, right? Like, Kyle even says, like, I'm not going to leave. Dad's not going to leave. Like, we are going to live in this house and work on it and make it work. And if it doesn't, then we'll figure out the next step. And they're really, and I, I mean, obviously they've been together for 26 years, if not more. So they're doing what works best for them. They're not doing what works best for the people online. So just keep that in mind as well, that they're going to do obviously what is right for their family. But I did for a moment, almost feel like what Kyle was saying, Mauricio didn't agree with because of his facial reactions to when she was saying things. And that's interesting, right? So I am interested to see what, version of this we are going to get on buying beverly hills because buying beverly hills does return there was a clip that was released a couple of days ago and it is a clip of mauricio 
talking to his daughters about the separation from Kyle. Now, Buying Beverly Hills returns March 22nd, so they're obviously going to touch on this as well. I want to know if the stories are going to be the same or if we're going to get different versions and more. I kind of, this is what I think. I think Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, we got Kyle's version of their separation and kind of like where her mind was at with everything and maybe her issues with Mauricio and the marriage. I think with Buying Beverly Hills, since it's Mauricio's show, I think we're going to get Mauricio's version of the separation and what's going on in their marriage and where his mindset is at with everything. And then the viewers are going to have to form their own their own opinion. I just... Because Kyle wasn't on Buying Beverly Hills last year. She's not going to be on it this year, I don't think, right? So all we really have to go off of is what they're each saying on their respective shows. Now, so many people are upset, like, oh my God, I can't believe they're saving this for a Netflix show and they're not giving all of us the information like right now. Like, I I can't believe this. I'm not surprised and you shouldn't be either, really. They both have stories that they have to tell on their own shows. What I will say is I really enjoyed buying Beverly Hills on Netflix. It gave me more of an insight into their children, the older girls, Sophia and Alexia and Thera. So I enjoyed it for that aspect of it because we got to know more of them. So I will say, if you have the time, go watch season one. It's nothing like Selling Sunset. It's completely different, but it was enjoyable where at least then maybe you will watch season two, and then you can form your own opinion on what Mauricio has to say about the separation. That's really the only thing I can tell you, because aside from that, I don't think we're going to get much more. Obviously, they're going to get into it at the reunion, and we might get a few revelations there, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't think Mauricio's going to be at the reunion. The husbands haven't been there in a couple of years, so... I just don't see that happening. I think they'll get into a little bit of the separation. I think that they're really going to get into the Morgan of it all and kind of see what's going on there. And then Kathy shows up. So I think they're maybe going to talk about the relationship between Kathy and Kyle. So I implore you to check out Buying Beverly Hills so you can at least see what happens on that on that show in regards to the separation but i will say this there was a moment at the end of the real houses of beverly hills where obviously mauricio and kyle were talking to the girls and portia just had a breakdown and i felt so bad for her it was like when portia cries we cry protect portia at all costs that girl is an angel baby and i just felt so sad for her i felt sad for all of them but it like tugged at my heartstrings when she started crying and she couldn't even say anything. So now we do have a three-part reunion. So we're probably kind of just going based off of how everything really pans out every other year. We're probably going to get to the good stuff and the end of reunion part two and then all of reunion part three. But we'll see. You never know. So I can't wait. I am, I'm ready. And I was texting with my friend at the end of the finale. We were like live texting each other 
about our thoughts about what was going on. And as soon as it was over, I literally was like, I need the reunion right now. Like, I cannot wait. I need to see everything in one sitting. I wish they would offer that. I really wish there would be a way to do that. But there's not. So we must wait. Regardless, season 13, as far as episodes, is a wrap. We're definitely going to... We're going to recap the reunion i don't know if i want to do it maybe after episode two and then again at the end of episode three or if i want to do it all at once when the total season is over i don't know i'm going to play it by ear but stay tuned because we're definitely going to talk about it i feel like there's going to be so much stuff that comes up that i'm not going to want to hold in for multiple weeks so we'll see But that was it on Beverly Hills. Again, I really enjoyed the season. I can't wait for the reunion, and we will talk about it soon. We have to head on over to Miami, so I'll meet you over there. All right, guys. Real Housewives of Miami. Our Miami mommies have delivered every episode this season. I was obsessed with season six of Real Housewives of Miami, and I am so bummed that it's over Like, literally, literally, chef's kiss, these women. Gertie, Alexia, Marisol, Adriana, Nicole, Larsa, Lisa. Like, all of them. They really just, like, they clock in and they show up to work. And this season was amazing. So many great individual storylines And from Lisa's divorce to Larsa's relationship with Marcus to Alexia having to move from her home and figure things out with Frankie to Adriana and her singing career and just like Gertie and like her entire battle with like her cancer struggle. Like all of it was so good and they did such a good job of involving everybody and everything and just putting the story together beautifully. I am so impressed with this season. And I want to talk about the finale because that finale was fucking wild. It was crazy. Also obsessed with the cameos this season from Emilio Estevez, not Emilio Estevez, Emilio Estefan, (laughs) Gloria Estefan's husband. Is there someone named Emilio Estevez? Is he like an, actor or something i think i don't know why that name just came to me but i'm talking about emilio estefan so they had this havana nights party last night for the end of the season and adriana was performing her new song muevelo and what a party what a freaking party there was drama from the second that all the ladies arrived and it was there was no like lull like there was no downtime it was just like go 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 so i will say before we get into the havana nights party i know i'm backtracking guys i'm sorry i do this all the time there was a moment that I just really want to hit on. And that's like, then we'll get into the party. And it was a moment between Alexia and her son and 
how what she wants Peter, I believe his name is, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe his name is Peter. She wants Peter to become Frankie's guardian if, God forbid, anything were to happen to her. And how she noticed that, like, the growth in him and although, like, people may have a different perception of him based off of what's in the media or what they see on TV, that we don't see the other side of him, which is, like, such a good person. And she really wanted to make sure that if anything were to happen to her, that like he would be okay with being Frankie's guardian. And it was just such a good moment, like to see the two of them come together and talk about that. Frankie is an angel that man that I love Frankie, like protect him at all costs as well. He's the sweetest, nicest guy I enjoy seeing him when he pops up on the TV and flirts with all the ladies and like, uh, he just, he, it just, it hits me in the heart. I love him. So it was just such a good moment for them to see. She even says like six years ago, I didn't have you listed as his guardian. And he was like, Oh, I wouldn't have agreed to this because he knew he wasn't in the right space to do that if need be, but he has grown so much. And now they have come to this decision where, if anything were to happen, he would be the one that would be Frankie's guardian. Now, we also saw a lot of work that Alexia did with the Demoya Foundation and how they really were trying to help Frankie be more independent. And it was so nice to see in the finale that he took his own Uber to... I don't even know where they were. I think they were at their salon. He took a, like his own Uber ride there and he did like he did it on his own. It was great to see... So it really is just like, it's nice to see the progression of how he's doing in like with everything going on and like his state and all of that. So I just love that so much. Aside from the Havana Nights party, that was like one of my favorite scenes. So let's talk about this Havana Nights party because there was obviously so much drama going on between like Gertie and Larsa and... From the beginning of the season, when Larsa, like, opened her mouth and told all of the women that Gertie had breast cancer. And then there was another moment where she said something in the press, and it wasn't, like, it was kind of, like, unfavorable to Gertie. And then Gertie caught wind of Larsa, again, putting something else in the press that someone had bit her while they were in Mexico. And she had just proven herself to not be, like, a good friend to Larsa. And... That blows up at Havana Nights, and it is insane. You've got Larsa yelling at Gertie, saying everything was a joke. You've got Gertie yelling at Larsa, saying how, like, she's going through all of these struggles with her health and all of this stuff, and she's using Gertie's name for clickbait. And the women are just yelling at each other. And you can see in Dr. Nicole's eyes, she's like, whoa, like, what the hell is going on? And... You've got Lisa chiming in to, like, have Larsa's back. Like, she needs to sit over there on the side. She has no part in this conversation right now. Like, there's no reason for her to even be interjecting. And then it's just, like, all of the ladies, like, like, all trying to, like, jump in into the conversation. It was, like, literally I was watching TV and I was like, oh, my God, like, this is hurting my head right now. It was just a lot. You also get the moment where Gertie is so fed up with like yelling at Larsa and trying to explain herself that she like takes her hat and her wig off and was like, listen, this is what I did today. Like if anything's go, if anyone's going through anything, I'm the one that is going through something. 
And she revealed that she had shaved her head because the next day she had to start chemo. And then Russell jumps in and is like, Gertie, like, let's go. Like, what are you doing? Like, you shouldn't be putting yourself in this position. Also, guys, I know I've said it probably 50 times before. Russell is the house husband of Miami. He is top tier. Love him so much. He is amazing. And he's very easy on the eyes. So good for Gertie. But you have that moment of him like walking her out. And it was just so insane and crazy. that Like it got to that level and just exploded. And then it cut to Adriana performing. But (laughs) it was so crazy. And then all of a sudden it was just over. Adriana's performing. Emilio Estefan is playing the congas like it was just crazy now i loved when adriana was performing her new song i loved how bad the lip sync was now was she lip syncing in real life at the party i don't know i am assuming that production put the song over her performance because if you're recording it it probably wouldn't have sounded the same if it was coming through tv who's to say if you were there let me know i'm assuming she was lip syncing but I thought it was amazing to like watch all the girls just have fun, let loose, relax, dance. They were all dancing with Dr. Nicole's father. There was a moment on TV that was hilarious that Kiki noticed, and I'm not even going to point it out because God rest his soul, the man is no longer with us. But I, it was hilarious. It was so funny. So if you know what I'm talking about, DM me and we can like laugh about it together without having to talk about it on here. I thought it was amazing. So, also so sad that her father had passed, like, right after the season. But it was nice to see that she had gotten to meet his girlfriend, and they had gotten to talk, and he was at the finale party. And she got the chance to tell him that she was pregnant with her second baby. So, she had all of these moments prior to his passing that I'm glad she was able to have with him, considering their relationship from the last two seasons that she was on the show. It was definitely, like, rocky and, like, a a little bit here and there. So... Miami, let me tell you, that reunion is going to be fire, as Alexia would say. I cannot wait. It starts next week, Wednesday, is episode part one, and it's a three-part reunion as well. So you better that is one where we are going to talk about it as it happens, because I cannot wait to hear everything go down with all of the ladies. It's going to be drama, and they're all dressed like they're in Mexico City with all, like, the headpieces, so they look, they're dressed, like, so extravagant, and then they also look so fucking crazy that it makes it that much better when they're fighting with each other. So I literally cannot wait. Miami, you better believe we are going to talk about every reunion episode as it airs. I hope that you guys enjoyed the season. I really, I loved it so much. So shout out TV by Pop is their production company, I believe. Obsessed. And I cannot wait to see what you guys do with the next season. Oh, I'm so bummed it's over. I'm so bummed. We got Beverly Hills over. We've got Real Housewives of Miami over. So really now all that we have airing is... What do we have airing right now? Potomac. And that's kind of a bu- kind of a bust right now. But... I hope we're getting some new I hope we're getting some new franchises too. Not like cities, but like starting to air. 
I don't know who's to say, but something's got to be coming down the pipeline because I am ready. I am ready for something new to come out. And it's just, I'm just, I just like, don't like a wall. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like when there's too much of like, what am I going to watch now? Or like when there, there's always that awkward time between Bravo shows coming out where you're like, wow, there's only like two shows on right now. What am I going to do? But it is what it is. So we'll see about that. But in regards to Miami and Beverly Hills, that is it. Now, there are a couple of things I want to talk to you guys about that came out in the press. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about a few hot topics next. All right, guys. So obviously the number one thing that I want to talk to you guys about is this New York Times article that came out with Tom Sandoval. They ran this crazy long feature of Tom uh, of Tom Sandoval and how he became the most hated man in America. And there was a snippet of the article that caught everybody's attention and the internet went ablaze a couple days ago. He essentially compared Scandival to the likes of the O.J. Simpson trial or George Floyd. So this is what he said. I'm not a pop culture historian, sadly, but I witnessed the O.J. Simpson thing and George Floyd and all these big things, which is really weird to compare this to that, I think. But do you think in a weird way, it's a little bit the same? No, Tom Sandoval, nobody thinks they're even remotely the same. So the internet went crazy with this. Like, how the fuck could you compare this to George Floyd or OJ Simpson or like anything really? And like in the midst of Black History Month, like you are so like unaware and narcissistic and like all of this stuff, right? So he releases a statement, an apology hours after this all came out. And his apology had stated, my intentions behind the comments I made in New York Times Magazine were to explain the level of national media attention my affair received. The comparison was inappropriate and ignorant. I am incredibly sorry and embarrassed. That's it. It was just up in his Instagram story. He made his apology. What I found a little bit odd was the next day, there is this whole piece that comes out in Interview Magazine of Tom Sandoval tasting grocery store cakes. <laughs> like, what the f- Who approves this? Like, what the fuck was that? And it's a whole photo shoot of him eating different cakes from different stores and kind of saying what he would do with them. The day after this New York Times Magazine article comes out, and then that was the end of it. He never really explained more... Um, in regards to what he said in NYT. And that was kind of like it. I was a little like shocked that like not much more came of it because of how big it got. But that was like, it was just like that. And then the interview magazine photo shoot with the cakes came out. It was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like maybe just take a step back for a second. No need to like do the most. Like, it was just bad timing for all of that. But, I mean, I guess he's got to get paid. And it really, guess there's no control into when that stuff gets released, I guess. But it was just weird. 
So we have a couple other things that came out and got announced. Guys, Summer House Martha's Vineyard Season 2. Now, Summer House Martha's Vineyard Season 2 is premiering Sunday, March 24th at 9 o'clock on Bravo. We have the entire cast returning except for Jasmine's husband, Silas. He was deployed this season, so he will not be on this season. Um, And then there was one other man that was missing, and he was that hot flight attendant. I forgot his name, but he's not back. And there is a new girl. The new girl's from Atlanta, and her name is Noelle. Um, She's gorgeous. I can't wait to see what she brings to the season. But, guys, we have Summer House, obviously, in the Hamptons. Now we are going to have Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Like, I'm just, like, on Summer House Overload, and I could not be more excited about it. You have no idea. So it was just, I'm just so happy. It's like all of the pieces are aligning. Now that's going to be good. The season, the season trailer for uh, the season two trailer is out. It's over on my Instagram. Go take a look. It is so good. And again, that is going to be airing on Sunday, March 24th. And guys, we also got a couple reunion trailers that came out. Real Houses in Miami reunion trailer. I posted that over on my Instagram. Go check that out. That looks like, again, like I said, bye We got the Real Housewives of Miami season six reunion trailer. That looks insane. Again, that's over on my Instagram as well. So go check that out also. I am just so grateful for everything that happened this week. <laughs> like, it was just... Such good TV, such good news. I've been like online, like refreshing, looking for updates and like doing all the fun stuff. So who the hell knows what's going to happen between now and the next time that we talk, but you better believe we're going to hit it all. So if you have a friend that likes Bravo, send them the link to this podcast, invite them on over to the party. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow, do all those things. And I hope that you guys have the best weekend and the best week. And I will see you guys next week. Love ya. A Huda Media Production.